Welcome back for another Guildhall School podcast. And today we're still in the drama production mode of the podcast, and we're talking about our third production of this term, which is The Same Deep Water as Me, written by Nick Payne, and it's directed here by Joe McInnes. Joining us today are cast members Jacob Pullman and Mary Hawthorne, and costume supervisor Jack Fox. Hello. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll start with you guys in the cast. Yeah. The play's kind of, we have described it as a sharply observed social comedy about compensation culture. But can you tell us, give us a little bit of an intro into the into the play and what it's all about? Yeah, um, not to give too much away, um, I'll probably sum it up in a ever so slightly poetic sense. That's what uh, I Good all the actors. But um, so yeah, it's like a Luton man, um, born and bred, leaves uh, for London and comes back, bit down his luck, and then he is greeted by a nemesis of his from his childhood who has a dastardly money-making scheme full of lies and deceit and intricacies, but they end up, as the play carries on, getting into very, very deep water. Wow. You linked it back to the name of the play. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so can you tell us who, like, who you're both playing and how you, how you fit into the whole thing, again, without giving too much away? Yeah. My ne- I'm playing Kevin. The nemesis. The nemesis, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm kind of like the guy, metaphorically, I'm the guy with a stick that keeps poking the bear mm. all the time, you know, the temp, the temperature. But yeah, it's a um, great, um, great part working with um, Martin, who plays Andrew, protagonist, and we're the kind, and it all kind of fuels around what's happening between us and you know different relationships and all other sorts of complications come in and it all kind of explodes. And I'm playing Isabella Reynolds. I I come into the the uh, second half of the where the courtroom um, comes up in the play. I'm playing a witness. Okay. So in the in the um, midst of all these lies, I'm desperately trying to tell the truth and yeah, working with that. What are some of the the differences or difficulties you faced preparing for this play compared to to last time? And um, um, with it being kind of much more modern and having a comparatively slightly smaller cast compared to, to some of them from last time as well. Well, I was doing a solo project, so that was just a one-woman uh, oh, wow, show yeah. written by myself. So um, in terms of cast size, I've gone up. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is big. <laughs> this is big. Um, but also in terms of like difficulties, I, I also, again, feel like it's it's been a, a relief and a, like a joy to get back in a room like filled with actors that mm. can help you and give you good problems. Um, yeah, I think the main difference is with a modern text is because the last production I was in was Great Expectations, mm. and I think with a classic text like that, people don't really tend to they tend to speak what they mean. Mm. It's a bit like Shakespeare; they just come out and whatever's on the page is what they're truly feeling. But so with a modern play, you could have some, you know, you could be talking about compensation culture and everything else, you know, and you'd be having all these little conversations. But underneath is the interesting bit in the modern play. Yeah. So yeah. like all that, all the talk about you know compensation and all that, and all the money, is kind of surface. So these rehearsals being just about letting all of that go. And just digging into okay, what's actually fooling this. Mm. Yeah, the struggles of the characters underneath have been really interesting. Mm. They're, it's been hilarious and awful and <laughs> all at the same time, like, but really interesting all the way. Have you reached the stage yet where it's 
not that funny anymore to you guys for your, <laughs> like waiting for opening night to the audience reaction. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Joel's managed to pull some surprises. I think out of mm-hmm, all of us, so mm-hmm. I, I put it more to her. Than us. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Um, yeah, it's it's, really, it's, a, it's good that we've been able to really enjoy our rehearsal room as well. I think that's just a real added bonus. And also in terms of the old thing of if you're rehearsing a, a comedy, um, the jokes get less and less funny. But yeah. this has been me personally. The I, this is the most corpsing I've done in rehearsals. I think anybody's ever done. Like we'll just do the same thing over and over again, and somehow we'll just crack a grin and everybody's gone yeah you have to so take the seat because uh, you're taking it so seriously and the stakes are so high it just does something funny to you well especially yeah. the stuff in the courtroom ironically is the stuff that's hardest to yeah. really root into Jack over to you can you tell us a bit about the, the role of a costume supervisor in a, in a production like this for people who might not have heard of the role before well uh, essentially my job is from start to finish I'm given a a set of designs which are either mood boards, images, full drawn images of the costume designs by Amelia, the designer. Um, and it's my job to realise what she's requested. Um, on a show like this, it was mainly looking at modern buys and like, looking at current fashion, looking into 2011, which is when this place set in Luton, and looking into what sort of styles people were wearing then, and then seeing where we can source that today. I mean, often, for example, when you were talking about Great Expectations, that will have been a 90% higher show. Yeah. So they would have gone to Angels or they've gone to our higher, higher houses around the UK and pulled things and hired them for the length of the run mm-hmm. and then send them back. The difference on this is that the majority of it is going to be bought from Primark, New Look. So my job is to buy all the things. Then we get into fittings where, Amelia, we try on all these outfits. And we've just done that Thursday and Friday last yeah, week. Yeah, great. how did those go? Really well. Mm. Um, Amelia was really happy. It was really great to have the input from the performers on what they see themselves as wearing. And especially with you. And we, we sort of we got to the end. It was like, right, we're good. What do you think? And then you came out with all these sort of different things about the jewellery <laughs> she's wearing, all the shoes. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting to go through that process. Yeah, and now, I mean, great. we've got a load more shopping to do now for, <laughs> for certain characters. But um, when we get through fittings, then we get to alterations, which is when we, we alter the costumes in terms of their dimensions and make them fit the characters mm. and fit the cast. And then we get to tech, where, again, we just we dress them and we do their changes throughout tech and then shows. And throughout that, there's the ongoing maintenance yeah. of the costumes and making sure that everything's kept clean and tidy and... Um, all the changes are done on time um, and yeah and then we get to the end and it all has to go somewhere and I suppose that's sort of the summary of my job start to finish is get everything make it happen and then get rid of it again on a budget to a time frame with my team I've got two second year assistants yeah. and then a staff supervisor as a freelancer for this show and yeah that's that's my job make it, it happen so simple. <laughs> well, it's, it, we've been really fortunate on this production that so far things are going well of course touch wood because mm. of me and my team and the way that my team have worked so well on this we've we've done a really good job and I think um, it's great to have the feedback from Amelia that she's happy with our team as well yeah. so it's been really good and of course like, I love I love working in costume because the amount I get to see the performers that relationship builds so we've done shows before yeah. where we haven't said a word to each other because yeah. I've been production managing yeah. Um, yeah. whereas on this it's really nice to sort of get involved with the cast and you feel a lot more part of the process mm. yeah. than you can do if you're in one of the other technical departments which are much more removed from the creative process yeah and from you listening to you talk about it there it sounds like even though there's there's the initial idea for the designs and, and quite a sort of idea of what each character is going to be wearing but it's still a quite a collaborative process oh certainly and I mean I've worked with designers where you get an outfit and that is what you need to do yeah. you know, you've got two weeks to provide that yeah. uh, whereas with Amelia it's very much more open to discussion which is really freeing in a way 
because it means that it gives me a chance to really get involved in the play and understanding the script and understanding the characters uh, and, and sort of having my own input mm. um, and in the same way that you guys have definitely had your own input in the fittings and it's like what do you think is this yeah. her is this him yeah and it's like, been great to have it back as well I have no idea what, what this, your team will yeah. come up with and respond to that it's really yeah. really great fun and the conversation that we've been having since day one yeah. about oh that's really Kevin or that's really bad <laughs> yeah. or that's so Terry it's just like it's really nice to, to have that openness and understanding of the play that we can go well, what do you think, Amelia? But we think this, and have that input. Yeah. It's, it's definitely freeing, and really, it, it makes the process much more enjoyable, being able to have that creative input, as well as, of course, you, you're there to fulfill the design of the director's yeah. vision, to have your own input, and to be able to have that conversation with someone who is a professional. I mean, as a student, that can be quite daunting, but to be able to have the confidence to go, you know what, this is what I think, is just is so freeing. Nice. And have you um, any of you? Has there been any particular sort of challenges so far, or, or obstacles to overcome, or is it all? Yeah, going quite well so far. <laughs> it's good. Hey. It's been good. Um, I think like uh, one of the things I, I've been thinking about is just when you're not in the room, because in the room is fantastic. Mm. So if you're on a call system, when you're outside of the room, just doing your own work and like really figuring out how best to do that, so that when you walk in, you can really. Um, deliver and give something to the, the people that have been there the whole time and um, you know and, and come in at, at their energy and because they've been sustaining something you know throughout the whole place so yeah. if you've got a smaller part to really come in and, and offer something and um, but that's also excite as exciting as it is challenging yeah I'd say the biggest challenge uh, for me for the minute was when I was talking about just you know kind of discovering all the stuff underneath all the lid. It's been more of a mental challenge of, oh, am I allowed to do that? Am I not allowed to do this? Because it's very easy to um, have an expectation of what the scene should be, and then you just keep playing that. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it comes out as generalized energy. I think, okay, like something was happening, but I have no idea what was going on. So I was like, oh, okay. But Joe has been fantastic just to focus on very specific, very technical things, like down to the point of slow down your text, speed up your text, yeah. you know, very, you know, investigate um, how scared they are, like anything very, very small and minute, but you just really drive through with. Mm. And then that stirs something in the audience that you might not have yourself. So it's, it's more of a giving process. It's not as indulgent in a way. And is there anything you're you're particularly looking looking forward to before before the show? It'd be nice just to feel it as a whole play. We haven't mm. really we've not run it um, start to finish, and you know some directors do and don't don't do that. But um, we love just to feel the whole thing as a you know like a beast in itself. Yeah. You know, yeah. We kind of we've been going through sort of larger chunks, and it's just getting exciting feeling how they feed into each other, and they kind of are unlocking questions at different points in the place mm -hmm. the play and, and yeah that that's just that's just really exciting just having new stuff come up every day getting through that first dress that's <laughs> kind of the costume <laughs> yeah. team's dream and then actually getting through the photo dress which is normally the last or the second to last dress mm. getting through those two things is yeah. when i can go right team Done. we know the show we know where the changes are we know yeah. what we need to do the costumes are now like finalized this is what we now have to replicate every night so I think getting to that point is when, as a costume supervisor, I can sort of take a step back and go, look, 
this now runs and I'll be here to make sure that anything that does break or anything that needs to be done is done. Yeah. But in theory, in terms of me, I can then go, all right, thank God, we, we did it, well done. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I think that's what I'm really looking forward to is getting through that first dress and then the photo dress. And then, um, and then, and then also the enjoyment can happen yeah. when you've yeah. got through the stress of tech. Yeah. Tech is stressful, yeah. and it's just that release of right now. We know what we're doing. We can just enjoy this, and yeah. that keeps the energy up. And that is what really—that's the part of I think any show process. That's the most rewarding part is when you can then just go. Now this this can be fun, and it doesn't mean the hard work stops, but it means that everyone should by then be at that level where we know what's happening, mm. and it's just it's enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we can have good good fun time doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think we've been lucky in terms of like in our even in our rehearsal process that's been a big like theme like but Joe's just been great in terms of having that balance like bang on there's just been some really great work coming out of everyone but we've been really enjoying it all the way yeah she's been fantastic hasn't she oh amazing yeah great simple supportive <laughs> brilliant <woman>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks to Jacob, Mary and Jack for joining us today and thanks for listening to another Guildhall School podcast. Uh, The Same Deep Water As Me opens on the 13th of February in the Milton Court Theatre and you can get tickets from the Barbican box office um, and check out our website gsmd.ac.uk slash events to find out when the performances are throughout the run. And you can follow us and subscribe to us on SoundCloud with soundcloud.com slash School and on iTunes and whatever other podcasting app you might use. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're at Guildhall School and all of them to find out what, what's going on here at the school. Um, thanks again for listening and thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.